You could stand at half cut and rep better than these guys. Oh, smart down and it's called for another foul. And we are back with another very sad episode of From the Rafters. Sam and I are here recording on a Sunday after the Celtics played the Pelicans. Uh, You guys will be hearing this tomorrow on Monday. But right now we are very sad because the Celtics blew it again. Sam, just first reactions, you know, when I say the Pelicans game. What what are you thinking after that? (laughs) Well, they just can't close. and. I don't know how how you go up 24 points and fucking lose. I mean, I feel like they do this all the time. They just don't lose. I think this is the first time they actually lost this year when they had a massive lead, even though they they always give it up. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's just the NBA or what, but it's really fucking annoying because they always will give up the fucking lead. Yeah. I mean, the fourth quarter Celtics are real this year. Like last playoffs, it was the meme, oh, the Celtics suck in the third quarter. And this year, it's the fourth quarter by far. Like I got some stats for you, Sam, right? I read them on pregame, but they've been updated since the game. So Celtics are 26th in the league in points in the fourth quarter with 25 points. Now they're 29th. They're, nope, that, 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 they're 26th right now. They're 29th in field goal percentage, though, at 41.9%, and 27th in three point percentage, 313 So. Uh, bottom five teams in the league in all three of those categories, which is kind of ridiculous when you think about it, right? <sighs> yeah, know. it's awful. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't get, I don't know what the answer is, and it's really annoying because the answer should be obvious because we're watching it happen. But yeah, I mean, my answer is shots aren't going in enough, and it sounds simple, but it's it's it is simple. Mm-hmm. It might be a stupid take, but it's simple. Like literally. I don't know if it's not if it's because they're not getting shots. It doesn't look like the offense is a whole lot different in the fourth quarter to me. It just looks like they're not making their shots. Are they tired? Are they not conditioned enough? Yeah, I don't know, man. I have player stats for like how individual players play in the fourth quarter. If you're interested in that, and it's just it's weird because they don't seem so bad on paper, right? Like, excuse right. me, Jason Tatum shooting like forty five percent, forty percent. Kemba Walker's really struggling in the fourth this year. He's shooting 28.9% from the field and 31.8% from three. Obviously, that's weighted from his rough stretch at the start, but he he didn't play great tonight. Jalen Brown can't hit threes in the fourth. He's shooting under 30% on three-point attempt in the fourth quarter, too. So the whole team, I don't get it. The whole team just kind of goes to shit. And Celtics, obviously, one of the worst, you know, passing teams in the NBA. Uh, in, in the fourth quarter alone, I could look at it, but I can't imagine they, they have a lot of assists per game. It's just the fourth quarter is just a collapse. And obviously, the Pelicans came to play. Josh Hart played some solid defense. Brandon Ingram, Zion Williamson turned it up a notch. And the Celtics just kind of crumbled. And that's been a trend this whole season. Is there a key you can think of to kind of, you know, getting out of that mentality? Or is it all about making the fucking shots, like you said? <laughs> You got to make the shots. Like I don't, I don't see what the big problem is. It's, like I said, they're not. It's not like they're getting bad shots. Yeah, maybe I, they're tired. Maybe I. That's that's what I can give you. I may. That's my theory. Is they're too tired to score. I don't know, man. Obviously, tired Jason legs Tatum, are a real thing. Yeah. Obviously, Jason Tatum came out with like you know breathing issues with COVID and everything, but it, it's not even just him at all. It's just the whole team in the fourth quarter just stops playing or something, and. 
in the Pelicans game specifically, they shot 30.4% from the field in the third, or in the fourth, sorry, and 22.2% from deep, which is unacceptable. Just completely ridiculous. And what happened at like halftime too? The Celtics were doing a great job of like keeping Zion out of the paint in the first half. And then afterwards, they just abandoned everything. Like I didn't see a significant difference in the Pelicans' offense. Like Zion was more aggressive, but that was just because the Celtics stopped defending him well. Like what happened at halftime? Like anything? You got, you got anything? Uh, I think he just figured out whatever was wrong. Mm hmm. It didn't look like they were doing a bad job defending him. I just think he was making, he was getting more shots and he was making shots. Yeah. It's just the Celtics as a whole have major issues right now. And like you said, it's frustrating because you can't really point any of them out, right? Like it's just a whole, whole team thing. And, and like I'm looking through the Celtics stats as a team and none of them stand out as good. Like they're ninth in the league in three point percentage. But other than that, they're like just mid tier, which is not, which is, you have higher expectations for the Celtics teams. Is there any one player in particular you point to that says, okay, they need to step it up? Uh, I mean, Kemba, I guess mm -hmm. he hasn't been, he hasn't been very good at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That, He's yeah. had a nice stretch until this speed until the Pelicans game. Yeah. Yep. It's just rough. I know, I know you brought up Jason Tatum and I, I think the, the COVID thing explains it a little bit, but regardless, he just, he takes over too much, if you know what I'm saying. Like, in the fourth quarter, he yeah. just always has the ball in his hand. Yeah, and he didn't do a great job when he was trapped today. Mm -hmm. They they all panicked really bad when they were trapped. I don't know why that was a thing, because it didn't look like they were doing anything different than normal, mm -hmm. uh, than the Celtics will normally see. But the Celtics didn't handle double teams very well today. Yeah, and my question is, maybe this is just me looking for answers and, like, grasping at straws here. I feel like there should be a time where the Celtics don't like don't stray away from giving Tatum the ball in the fourth, but let Brown get some looks too, because it seems like he's just completely dominated by Tatum, and Brown's just like a second thought. Like let Brown run the offense a lot in the fourth quarter too. He he's just as dominant a scorer as Tatum is at this point, so he like he shouldn't be just like oh an afterthought for the Celtics. Like he should be a, an equal partner for Tatum in that fourth quarter, right? Yeah, and down the stretch, that was something that was pissing me off, was Tatum kept missing shot after shot after shot, and then they weren't going to Brown, who eventually missed back-to-back -back shots down the stretch. He missed the layup, and then they got very lucky on the review and got the ball back. Mm -hmm. Those refs were terrible, too, that whole game. Like, on both sides, those refs were atrocious. Right? Yeah, they weren't good. And that that's both sides. That's not us saying the Celtics mm -hmm. got screwed. Like, it was just... A lot of bullshit happening that yeah. didn't need to be happening. Yeah, that JJ Redick one in particular. That that guy, he shouldn't have gotten thrown out of the game. That was absurd. Yeah, that was bad. The the one moment I recognize from like the refs, how the fuck did it become a jump ball when Stan Van Gundy challenged it after like Lonzo's thing wasn't a foul? I don't think that's the refs' fault. If that's what the rule says, that's just a stupid rule. Like it's not, it's not their fault. Is that the rule though? That's what they were all saying. That's so if stupid. If the ball's in the air, then it's a jump ball. But that just makes no sense. I guess that's just a flaw in the NBA rules, in my opinion, at least. It's, it's a flaw in the rule. It's not. Yeah. Man, that's ridiculous. And Sam Van Gundy getting the challenge in as the ball was going on the court was kind of absurd too, right? Like, like he didn't get that challenge off in time. Like, not even close. That was ridiculous. Right. 
And you could see the ref, like, what pissed me off even more, when when they couldn't determine whether or not he got it off in time, they went up, they literally, you could see him mouthing it, you got it off in time, right? Like, they asked Stan Van Gundy, of course he's going to fucking say he got it off in time. <laughs> he wants the challenge. That made no sense. It, it was absurd. I mean, uh, other than that, some positives to take away from this stretch of inconsistency. Robert Williams has been amazing, right? That, that's got to be nice the for the one future. One consistent part, yeah. He, he's He's a freak, man. Right? Like, some of those jumps are insane, the, the vertical he has on him. It's just like, do you, do you have any concerns with him moving forward if you want to put him in the starting role? Because, like, obviously he jumps on those pump fakes. Or do you think that'll just go away with time? I don't know if that's going to be a big issue or not. Because, I mean, I didn't see it a lot today. I know it is a thing that does, you know, happen. Yeah. I'm not ignoring it. Does I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but it doesn't happen that much. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I think not it was as much really, as it used to. Yeah, it, it was really noticeable in that Nuggets game. Obviously, there was the one that was memed all over Twitter uh, against Nikola Jokic. But other than that, he's just been a consistent piece on the Celtics in an otherwise consistent, inconsistent state. Um, I, I wrote somewhere, I forget what it was for. The only consistent thing about the Celtics this season is their ability to be inconsistent, <laughs> which is kind of sad yeah. when you think about it. Something else you mentioned you were upset with is just the efficiency as a whole with the team. You want to talk about? Yeah, it? it's not good. Yeah, they missed way too many shots, mm-hmm. and it's a very simple thing to observe, but it's true, and that's why they're losing. Yeah, it's not even that they're taking bad shots per se. I don't think there's no shot that I can think of off the top of my head in the fourth quarter that I was like, "Damn, that's a shit shot." Why did they shoot that? Mm-hmm. No, that that didn't happen. Tatum didn't make a lot of shots in the fourth quarter. And people will ignore that because he made two big shots, which yeah. you have to commend him for because those were big shots. But he missed a lot of shots leading up to that. 100%. And if he made those shots before – if you just took the two shots he made and inserted them earlier in the quarter, that wouldn't even have came down to the wire. <laughs> exactly. I agree. Celtics are 15th in the league in field goal percentage right now, which is – not not acceptable for a team that's looking to be competing for like a, a high playoff seed, right? Like 46.4% is not okay, which is weird because they're like a decent three-point shooting team. It's just they can't get good looks in the paint. Like they're just not good on the drive, which is concerning, especially when you have two guys as solid as Tatum and Brown. Do you see any issues there? Obviously, you brought up Kemba getting blocked, but as the team as a whole, like why can't they score in the paint like two-pointers this season? I don't know. <laughs> I, I just don't think they have Tatum doesn't take a lot of inside shots and when he does their softer shots, floaters, yeah. he goes in really soft sometimes, which I mean I don't really know who I am to call him soft, but like a lot of times it is. Mm-hmm. It is soft. Yeah. And that's it's a problem. Yeah. The turnovers are bad too. Like the Celtics just get completely sloppy late in the game. And they're like bottom ten in the league in turnovers as a whole. Twenty third in the fourth quarter for turnovers, three point eight every game, which is ridiculous. It's just they can't keep a hold of the ball. They just forget how to play basketball. When you're watching games, where are the main places you see the turnovers coming from? Is just errant passes, like missed opportunities. Like what are you seeing up there? Uh, today in particular, it was it was bad passes. Mm-hmm. And it was when they were getting double teamed, they would shit the bed. Yeah. Yeah. And on the game they had, let's see how many turnovers they had. 10 turnovers on the night, which isn't even a lot. Like it's a decent game for the Celtics. It's just, they come at the worst times is what it is. Like I I remember. They save them all up for so they can do them all in a row. (laughs) Exactly. How many were in the fourth quarter? Let me look at that. They actually only had, I think I saw a stat. The guy could have fucked it up. 
it said one turnover for the Celtics, seven for New Orleans after like they were up big. I'm not sure how true that is because it it might have been flipped. Yeah, but I don't know. I I'm saying I don't know a lot because I don't. I, I have no idea what the hell's going on. I'm getting pissed though. No, yeah. I mean, what did the Celtics shoot on the day? They shot. 39.8% from the field against the Pelicans. That's ridiculous. That's absolutely they had and this is what gets me, right? You you bring up the fact that they you know save all their turnovers for the end of the game. Zero first quarter turnovers, right? Second quarter turnovers, they had two. Uh third quarter turnovers, they had five. <laughs> and fourth quarter turnovers, they had two. So they had seven turnovers in the second half after only having like three in the first half, which is inconsistency like it just comes down to that right Uh, it's frustrating and you see brad like experiment with these rotations and obviously you have the super young bench neesmith peyton pritchard and robert williams in the game but the turnovers don't come from them from the most part it's a lot of just tatum brown walker tice you know the main guys making errant save the ball yeah no I, i yeah i understand that but you expect those guys to be smarter with the ball is my point, which is – it's tough. It's tough to watch. I, I would be intrigued to see uh, just the Celtics starters, how they compare turnover-wise, but I, I won't dive too much more into those stats. Um, do you have a problem with the Celtics' defense? You know, flipping the script, obviously we're talking a lot about the offense. You, you mentioned it was they solid They can't get defense, stops. But... They do the same thing with stops as they do turnovers. They save up all their fucking missed stops for the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, and they played like I said, great defense in the first quarter. Zion had four points in the first half, and Tyson Thompson and even Robert Williams looked to be doing a great job. Shemi Ojale too, and then like you said, maybe it was just Zion figuring it out, but he got whatever he wanted in that second half. They they look lazy, is what it is, which is like ridiculous. I don't know if I, I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. I hate stats because they mean nothing a lot of the time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the there's no correlation to what you're seeing in the stats. And mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not going at you for that. It's just true. No, yeah. Like they're a very average defense. They're 11th in defensive rating, but that plummets in the fourth quarter, which that's the one place I feel like the stats match the eye test is when you look at the fourth quarter stats. They're just they're horrendous. And Brad Stevens talked about it after the game. They just can't close games. You see Jalen Brown's quote. They said, uh, is there any consensus on what you guys are going to do when your first action gets blocked, like on the last play of the game? He just goes, no comment. Because they, they don't have a backup plan. They just panic. And that's not okay. Probably gets, he's probably fucking pissed. <laughs> I, I would know Jalen takes it hard when they lose. Yeah. I mean, what? They're back to 500 again, right? Yeah, they have no business being 530 games in. Yeah, it's it's got to change. They're half a game above the Hornets and like uh, tied with the Raptors now. They're fifth in the East. Something's got to give. And I, we talk about this every podcast nowadays, but Danny Ainge has to do something, right? I think he's had enough, mm-hmm. to be honest. I mean, he had comments during the week. They motivated them for like one and a half games. <laughs> and then they're back to being shit again. Mm-hmm. Was this a Lonzo Ball tryout game? Would you like Lonzo on the team? Depends. If Lonzo's coming in, I think Kemba has to go. Really? It doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know why everyone's so fucking surprised by this when I say. I, I, was it you earlier or was it Tim? I was both of us. You. I think it was both of us. Yeah, like it just doesn't make sense to me for you to bring him in to come off the bench. See, I don't. 
I, I would like it off the bench because I feel like the playmaking kind of stops when you run the Tatum or Brown in the bench lineup and it, they just run ISO plays. So having another like initiator there would help. And obviously you get that back with Marcus, but I feel like he'll be inserted into the starting lineup. So just having as many playmakers as possible on the roster, I feel like would be a good thing. I guess. I don't know. I think you need to fucking teach your guys that you have how to fucking play smart. <laughs> but it's just like, obviously I think Peyton Pritchard could be a better initiator, like in terms of playmaking once he gets older. And like, it's weird to say, cause he's already 22 as a rookie, but as he grows, I think he's doing league. fine initiating. He doesn't always make the best decision, but he doesn't make a lot of dumb decisions. Mm-hmm. Maybe I want to see him play with Kemba more. Does he play? I feel like he doesn't play a lot with Kemba. And I feel like that would be a decent to it. It might not be the best, defensively but they're not like most of the times Peyton Pritchard can hold his own on defense and if you need a spark offensively like to initiate some offense Peyton Pritchard's got to be the guy right now because smarts hurt right right and so giving him more minutes I don't know exactly how many he's playing at the moment it's probably like around 20 like thrust him into that bigger role that's the only solution I can think of right now because playmaking has to be the number one culprit for the reason the Celtics are losing these games um, along with the fourth quarter, obviously, but like as a whole, that's where the majority of their struggles come from. And Kemba's just not an initiator, right? Like that's not just me. He's not right now. Mm -hmm. And I'll give Jalen Brown props. He's been a lot better at it this season. He had a bunch of assists today. I think he had nine. And after those two, like, goose eggs in the assist column those two games he's really picked it back up but it's just as a whole the team doesn't like pass enough (laughs) which is just such a like blanket statement but when when you look at the stats and when you watch the games it matches the eye test they just don't move the ball at all and uh, I watch the Hornets games too right and the way they run the offense is just worlds better than the Celtics and it makes me sad every time I have to watch a Hornets game because the Celtics are so bad at just passing the ball around is it Brad's fault? I don't know, man. Like, I'm starting to, like, fall into the hatred, which is a dangerous thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm not someone that likes to jump on and start blaming the coach. That's why I ask. But it's starting to get close because, I mean, like we were just talking about, like, it doesn't seem like they have a fucking plan when things don't go right. Mm-hmm. And. There's only, I will say this, like this is what I see Stuhl Greeny on Twitter all the time. There's only so much Brad can do realistically to motivate them, right? And that That's why I'm hesitant to jump on him. Yeah. It's just, I want to see him get back to those plays he was running during the IT, like IIT era, right? Very different teams, obviously. But those plays worked, man. Like, if, I'm not saying you need to treat your star guys like role players. But treat them like role players. Literally have Brown and Tatum running the same like actions that Avery Bradley and Jay Crowder were. Get them those open looks. And then when you need a bucket, they can obviously run the fucking isolation plays because they're good at that. They can right. get their own bucket. But at the very least, start off the possession running those plays for those guys, letting them be the initiator. Hell, I don't, I don't care if Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum's the ball handler in those plays. Run it for Kemba. Run it for Pritchard. Run it for Shemi Ojale, for Christ's sake. Just run some plays so you're not just standing there doing a pick and roll with Tice at the wing and then just scrambling to figure out offense because that's what happens half the time. Do you see that too? Or is it just me ranting? Um, I, <laughs> I see a lot of isolation when it counts. Yeah. It's just like even – like at the beginning of every Celtics game, every Celtics game starts out the same way. They give the ball to Kemba or Jalen or Jason. One of them gets the ball. 
It's usually Jalen Brown. He has a big first quarter. Mm-hmm. They run pick and roll plays at the top of the key. He kicks it to the quarter. He does his dribble drive, and it works, right? They're a solid first quarter team. But you can't do that for the whole game because – Contrary to popular belief, the other team learns how to defend stuff. Like you got to have some variation on your offense, and maybe that is a little bit of Brad Stevens. Like obviously, you want to get your star players involved the most, but there comes a point where you have to prioritize a functional offense over just letting them score fifty a game, right? Yeah, I mean, they're taking a lot of shots, and it's not necessarily working. Yeah, and I want to see. Like I was saying, more of that, those plays where you let Jalen and Jason be the primary initiator, the ball handler, you run those off ball screens for guys in the corner, run a floppy set for Christ's sake, just change it up. So we're not just seeing the ISO pick and roll, you know, off ball screen for one guy thing. It's just, it's so repetitive that the offense becomes stale. And then in the fourth quarter, they're only running isolation. So it like slowly fades out, which is just, it's not fun. And you mentioned Brad Stevens, obviously Celtics fan base calling for his head. What is the line for you in the Brad Stevens like era? Like, like if this team goes 500 this season, say like they just continue this pace for the whole season, does he have to go? Does he have to go? I don't, I don't know. I, I don't like blame the coach. I, I don't. Cause I think the guys need to be held accountable. Yes. And a lot of the times they're fucking not. No one ever fucking holds Tatum accountable mm-hmm. for fucking I, sure. And he needs to be held accountable. I, he's been bad. And like, obviously you, you got to like factor in COVID, right? But just as a whole, he's just been one of the most inconsistent Celtics this season. You can put up over 20 points a night, but if you're not doing it efficiently, it doesn't matter. Right. Mm-hmm. And Kemba's had a struggle. Anyone can fucking do that. That's why you see guys put up big numbers on bad teams. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Which is what happened. What is what happening? Let's try this one more time. <laughs> Which is what is happening now. Yeah. And I, I, as much credit as we give Jalen Brown for being the most consistent guy, he's been inconsistent lately too, right? Like oh, he, he hasn't been good lately. I agree. Which is just, you can't win basketball games when all three of those guys are taking 20 shots a game and making nine of them. Right? Like, that, that doesn't sound like a bad percentage. But it's just, it's not consistent enough to win ball games. One of them has to be shooting over 50%. And they have... My thing is, I feel like they don't trust the guys around them, which at a certain point I understand because obviously they're not like veterans, they're not consistent guys. But the bench is shooting like top 10 in the league in field goal percentage and three-point percentage. At what point did Tatum and Brown have to be like, all right, fine, just take a bunch of shots. Like you got to put the... Everything else you're doing right now is not working. Let the bench get involved more. Do you, do you agree with that or am I just being an idiot? Uh, I, I don't know if the bench is good enough to you want to have you want them to be involved as much, you know? I mean, really, you don't have enough guys on on the bench. You don't. That's why I think they're struggling so much is because they don't have a lot of guys that they can rely on aside from the stars. You have some good pieces that are good role players, but you don't really have anybody else that's going to get you a win. Yeah, but I mean, they're efficient though, which is why I'm confused. Like, in even the eye test, like Pritchard's been solid this season. Ojale's making his shots well. Robert Williams has been fucking amazing. And the, and they have been running more plays for Time Lord lately, which I'll give them credit for. Like, he's been getting a lot more involved. But just in the fourth quarter, they, they got to get out of the mindset, okay, I have to be the one to get the bucket. Just run the same plays. Just do the same thing. They were working in the first quarter, run similar variations of those plays in the fourth. Don't get back into this 
it goes back to the Heat series of last year, right? It's just hero ball. Like we're seeing hero ball every game. And that's a big reason they're losing most of these games because the hero ball doesn't work. And we've seen that time and time again. And that's what frustrates me the most. Uh, it just, it riles me up. The ball movement pisses me off, I think, more than most people. But that that's where I see it. That's where I see the main issue being. Is that the main issue for you, or do you see it other than ball movement? I think ball movement's... I mean, just look at this. If you want to look at a stat, look at when they win, what the assists are. They're definitely averaged way higher. Yeah. I mean, the best games they've played over the last probably month were big assist games. Mm-hmm. And it's sad to Early see. in this game, they had a lot of assists. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's sad to see. How many assists did they have in this game? Let's look at this. Fourth quarter assists, they had four. They had four fourth quarter assists. And in the whole game, they had 22. So they had 18 in the first three quarters, and they had four in the fourth. That's absolutely ridiculous. That's got to be why they're losing. That that That's just my consensus right now is there not we're, enough ball movement? we're trying to pinpoint one thing it's a lot of things probably yeah, of course, and of course. if we want to blame somebody it's probably a lot of people to blame it's not just one person so the problem is probably not one person yes yeah. that's, that's your answer right there i agree and i'll give you the credit here like i, I do think that a big reason that tatum and brown don't necessarily trust the rest of the guys is because they're <laughs> they're not good enough uh, i'll give you that just because they're being consistent doesn't mean they're ready for that larger role and that's where danny Ainge comes in right like you gotta get guys on this team that brown and tatum can trust and if that's not this year whatever they've got next year they've got a few years under contract but eventually those two are gonna get frustrated and i can't blame them right like there's got to be a line drawn in the sand for those two being like, all right, Danny, come on, give me something to fucking work with. Cause these are their, pr- they're not their prime years, but these are the years where they start getting ramped up and those expectations are being taken to a higher level. Yeah. And another thing that I've seen people say is that Gordon Hayward losing him is a huge issue. The reason for this, which I agree losing him is a big loss, but they played enough fucking games without Gordon Hayward to be able to function as a team without him. Yes. Right? It's not like you lost fucking Tatum where he's plays almost every game before he gets COVID, mm-hmm. you know? No. Yeah. And I'm one of the people who I do think losing Hayward is huge for this team. Cause he was a big, I do. Part I think it's game. a big deal too, yeah. but I don't think it, people are using it as like a crutch. Like they should not be this bad without him because they fucking made the Eastern conference finals without him last year. No, yeah, they in played the playoffs. He didn't play any game up until the conference finals, and they won. Yeah, man. I mean, they put, they, like you said, they played so many games without him last year. Obviously, they had injury over the course last year. of three years. Yeah, yeah. They, they should know how to win, which is confusing, right? Because this team is kind of similar to that. 2018 team right obviously they had and the difference is they had a better fucking support system for tatum and brown then they had jay crowder they mean when they made the they almost made the finals yeah they had a much better support yeah. system they had a good center i'm not saying tyson thompson aren't gr- good but they had like a playmaking defensive-minded center that could score the three ball bring al horford back to boston i'll keep saying it <laughs> and i know i i think you agree with me in that sense but... yeah i'm on the train too i like al mm-hmm. i think he's a good guy he's not a prick Mm-hmm. It's not going to create problems. You already know what you're getting with him. You know, it's it's really nice to be able to rely on that. Yeah, and 
I'd happily eat that contract to have him back because I, I do think he would solve a bunch of issues for the Celtics. And then I think after that, I think maybe they trade Tristan Thompson for a little bit more experience depth. And I feel like part of it is even if they get somebody at the level of, you know, a semi Ojale, Peyton Pritchard, just more experience because those guys are so inexperienced. I feel like there's a sense of hesitation whenever they shoot the ball. And Shemi's slowly, you know, gotten out of that mindset. But just having a guy like, I can't think of Buddy Bitty off the top of my head, but just that knows his role. Like JJ Reddick's a bad example because he's having such a bad season, but you know what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Somebody that's a confident shooter. Mm-hmm. And <sighs> I think Neesmith deserves a nice hand. I thought he played well today. He plays hard. He had 10 points. Yeah. Good day for him. And it's ironic because he's doing everything except the one thing we thought he would do. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's it is hot. weird, isn't it? Yeah. But, I mean, I'm not complaining because he is playing very well right now. So he, I, so I saw somebody tweet today. I'm excited to see Neesmith and Smart on the floor together. That That's going to be a show. <laughs> Both their bodies flying. I can't yeah. wait for Smart to be back, man. I, I've I really do feel like he's going to make a huge difference. It's been a rough stretch for the anti-Marcus people, by the way. Oh, yeah, and I bet they're still like he, people acting like Marcus is a solution. You're just in, in, fucking in denial at this point. Marcus is a huge reason the Celtics are winning. Not the only reason. They should be winning more without him. But, like, he will definitely help when he comes back. And now, a quick word from our sponsor. But, yeah, man, I mean, <laughs> I'm getting sick and fucking tired of just, like, the depression that the Celtics bring. It's I uh, do you see KJ's tweet today? It was like I asking a therapist <laughs> to yeah. like Yeah, it was funny. Uh it's just it's tiring, but something else we can talk about. This is right around the corner. The all-star break. Obviously we've had people say, you know, Jason and Jalen should opt out if they do get in. Let, let's go over who we think the all-star should be, because I think we went over this about a week or so ago, but a lot has changed since then. Obviously the starters have been announced. Are you mad that Jalen got quote unquote snubbed or do you not really give a shit? Yes. Yeah. Really? No, he should have been a starter. Thousand percent should have been a starter. You think fan He's voting been excellent. shouldn't matter as much? Fans fan voting should not even be a thing. Really? Fan voting is the worst. Mm-hmm. I tend to agree. I mean, I think it's important because you want to get the fans involved, something like that. For no, like, I don't think it matters at all. Well, from, it, it's from the NBA's perspective. From like a business perspective, I understand it. From like a game perspective, it's stupid. Yeah, I thought it was hella disrespectful that the players voted him like fifth. Like they voted Zach, the players voted Zach Levine above Jalen Brown, which is kind yeah, of Zach Levine me. sucks. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far, but uh, he I do sucks. Think <laughs> he's not. He's not good. I know your thoughts on Zach Levine, but uh, no, yeah, I mean the Bulls aren't even bad this year either, which is kind of sad. <laughs> like they're in the playoffs. They're in the play-in. I'm pretty sure. Let me go double check that yeah, for you. Doesn't buddy. count. Doesn't matter. Let's see. NBA stands. If they're if they're not in the top eight. With the fucking way everyone's they're, they're playing nine. this year, they're not good. They're nine. They're they're one and a half games behind the Celtics right now. It's not good for the Celtics. <laughs> exactly. It's, <fucking> embarrassing. <laughs> it's, just, it's embarrassing. Yeah, it really is. I mean, the whole Eastern Conference is just trash, realistically. Like, the Celtics are only five games out of first place, which is crazy with how bad they've been playing. Like, the 13th seed is eight and a half games out of first right now. In the Western Conference, the Celtics would be uh, 10th. They'd be 10th in the Western Conference. Just yeah, no, it'd be tough. Anyways, we're not being sad about the Celtics anymore. Let's talk about All-Stars. Jason and Jalen, do you think both deserve to be in the All-Star game? I assume. Yeah, I mean, I think they that Brown should be a lock. 
Okay, yeah. if he doesn't make it, I'll be actually pretty pissed. But Tatum, Tatum has definitely had his share of performances where like it's just it's inflated stats to be honest, and yeah. he needs to be better. But in terms of numbers, he puts up a lot of points. He is having better averages than last season when he was an All Star. So who knows? Mm-hmm. And that, will, and will they put him in? I think he should be in over Levine. Yeah, but they played different. That's positions. the fucking deciding factor. He should be in over him. He should be in over Trey Young. I think Atlanta actually has a better team than Boston. They're not having as good of a season. You think they have a better overall team than the Celtics? Right now, yeah, Celtics are super top heavy. Mm-hmm. Atlanta's they have more depth. Twelve and seventeen right now. Hawks. If you, if you put Tatum on Atlanta, in it would be a different story. I think. Mm-hmm. Do you know what's crazy? Hawks bench is one of the I think two benches that scores less points than the Celtics, which is wild. So I don't even understand what that is kind of wild. Yeah, I think it's because they've had injury problems. Like Gallinari is hurt for a while. Bogdanovich is out for a while. Rondo's hurt. So like a lot of that depth that they did sign has been like in and out of the rotation this season. But regardless, um, they're bad. (laughs) The Hawks aren't that good right now either. The Western Conference All-Star race, I think, is a lot more interesting than the Eastern Conference. But we can start with the East. Um, Starters, what is it? Kyrie, uh, Bradley Beal. Uh, Durant, Giannis, Embiid. Do you have any problems with that outside of like who would you take out? For I don't round? think I don't think Kyrie should be in. He missed a lot of time where he just decided he didn't want to fucking play. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I see a lot of people saying Harden should have been in over him. I know, obviously, you think Brown, but I think either of them would be a better choice realistically. Yeah, I mean, either of them probably, but I think Brown's just had a better overall year than Harden. I know Harden's averaging a ton of assists though, so that makes a difference. Mm-hmm. I think Brown's actually averaging more points, which is wild considering it's James Harden. Though it, it does make sense because of the team Harden's on. But um, yeah, well, let's talk East reserves then. So Harden's a lock, I would say, for as well as Brown. Right? So are those your two guard locks for the East? I'd say yeah. I think they have to be. The TNT guys had them both as unanimous locks, yeah. so I think, mm-hmm. I think that's fair to assume that. I saw that. I'm gonna pull up what is it player traditional stats so i can look at uh just like points per game and shit and see uh give you an idea of some people who should be um locks or whatever so i can tell you if you missed anybody but uh that that leaves three forward slots and two utilities i can't think of anybody outside of those two realistically who i think is definitely a lock which is kind of crazy considering how like good the the what's it called the East is, or just the NBAs in general. Uh, I think that actually is just a testament to how many players are playing so well this season. Like you got um, Trey Young, Jason Tatum, Vucevic, Jeremy Grant, Julius Randle, Colin Sexton, Gordon Hayward. Like all these guys realistically could be all stars. Demontis Sabonis. Like you just have so many guys having really solid seasons. The East is really deep. Yeah, player wise, yeah. team performance wise, not so much. Yeah, exactly that, and but I think there's that's like a lot more. But let's just talk about the West, right? All right. So who's starting in the West? Luca, LeBron, Davis. No, uh, not Davis. Not Davis. Not Davis. No. Wow. It's... Okay. So the Jokic is the center. Yeah. Um. Who else you got? I think it's Luca, Curry, LeBron, Kawhi, Jokic. Yeah. So that's stacked, and then you have George still, Davis still, mm-hmm. Donovan Mitchell still. Yeah. I mean, there, there's a lot you could do there. Yeah, and then past that, you have like the Suns, the Blazers, the uh, Jazz, obviously, the Nuggets, the Warriors. So a a lot of talent pool. I think in terms of players, like top-heavy players, the conferences are pretty even, but the depth in the West is just so much better than the East. Like the benches in the West, I think, are a lot better. 
that that's where I think yeah, the big probably. difference is. Um, all right. So do you want to do East or West All-Stars first then in that case? Um, doesn't matter to me, to be honest. All right. Well, we'll stick with the East then for now. You have Harden and Brown down as the two guards. I would agree with that. And if I disagree at any point, I'll, I'll let you know. But uh, I think those two very clearly deserve to be in. Outside of that, the standings, like you said, are pretty open. Like Sixers, Nets, Bucks, Pacers, Celtics, Raptors, Hornets. Knicks is top eight. Wild that the Knicks are in the playoffs. But are there any other players like that stick out to you that you think, okay, this player should definitely be an all-star? That you can think of um, from from like the bottom, or just in general, anybody, anybody in the East. I think Randall should have a show. Okay, I agree. I think out of, outside of the mainstream, I think Hayward should have a show. Okay, are are you, you locking these him, in, but, or are these guys just your like noting? Oh, I'm not saying they're guys that should make that are going to make it. Yeah, I got you. I got you. I they should have a. They should be considered. Yeah, I, I'm asking who you think um, should make it. Like this is your opinion. Like you don't have to think. Okay, like so you've got. Brown, Harden. Sorry, are you uh, discounting Levine here? Yeah, Levine, I don't think he should be an all-star, Jack. I don't <laughs> I, know how many times i got to fucking tell you. I think he should be. Dude, dude has never never won, never made the playoffs. Actually, he might have been on. No, he wasn't on the Timberwolves no. team that made the playoffs. No, he wasn't. Never made the playoffs. Fucking, I mean, dude, if, so, if you replace him with Tatum, Tatum's going to score more points than he scores. Yeah, I can see that. He's just having such a phenomenal season this year. It's hard to discount. Yeah, it's him so phenomenal. Opinion. His team's destined for for glory. His team's almost as good as the Knicks team. And I mean, I don't know. That, That's a big compliment. The fucking Knicks. <laughs> I, my, my point was, you said Randall, and then I don't know. A different differentiating opinion, but continue. I, I don't think Randall should get in. I'm just saying he should, he deserves a shout. Okay, okay, I gotcha. C- continue your uh, your thought process for the East All Stars, though. Right. I'm going to say it again. I'm going to say Brown and Harden, okay? Um, let's see. Let's try and think of another point guard that might deserve it. Um, yeah, so those are your two guard slots. Then you have three forward slots and then two anything slots. So if you didn't want to include any more guards, you don't have to. But Okay. Just letting you know. I can throw out some more names if you want to, or you could just keep thinking through the thought process. Just let me know. Um, I feel like... Let's see. You should have. Oh my god, Middleton should probably be in there because he's a prick. Um, <laughs> I always blank when I really try and think hard about things. I'm sorry. No, you're good. You're good. It's weird because none of the like. It's such an open con- conference, realistically. Like, and even the best teams are led by one guy. Like Joel Embiid is far and away the best player on the Sixers, and like you could argue. I think for- Harris should get in. Okay. You want to, I'll lock him in. Playing good ball. Um, a lot of people have been having Ben Simmons over Harris, which confuses me. But Ben Simmons sucks. <laughs> Seriously, what is he doing this year? That's so great. Um, I can look up the stats for you, but he's averaging fifteen, eight, and eight. It's not good. Yeah, no, uh, it's okay. It's it's okay. <laughs> it's, but the defense and um, the playmaking is where he he brings it. I think. Uh no, yeah, I mean. Realistically, if I had to like give someone a shot, Vucevic maybe, but they're so bad that it's tough. He's just having such a good season personally, like individually. Um, I, I, I'd have Randall in the game if it was my pick. Um, I'd probably throw Sabonis in there. I think Sabonis should make it. He's been having a good season. I think you yep, could. Ar- I think Sabonis should get in. Yeah, uh, you, you could argue for how Brogdon. good is Brogdon doing? Yeah, I was gonna say he's averaging. 
22-ish, five and six and a half, roughly. It's hard to put him in over other guys, though. Like, yeah. There's just so many big-name players that are playing decent that it's really difficult. Bam's having another good year, but the Heat are not having yeah, a ba- good year. Bam should get in. If he's right. having a good year, he should get in. He's averaging 20, 10, and 5, I think. <laughs> so, yeah, he, he's having a, a banger year. There's Siakam. I mean, do you do you want to put a Raptor? I don't in the know game? Siakam should get in, but then again, the Raptors are back to normal. Yeah. So at that point, it's really you know Siakam or Van Vliet. That's which is really. Are you close. writing this down? Who do we have so far? So you got Harden, Brown, Harris, Sabonis, Bam. So then you have two spots that are open for anybody. That's left for anybody. Okay. Um. Which did is we say Middleton? Did I I said Middleton. Did you put him down? Oh, you did. You did lock in Middleton. I wasn't sure if you locked him. So that leaves one spot for you left. Um, notable names you've left out. I'll, I'll give you the rundown: Trey Young, Colin Sexton, Gordon Hayward, Brogdon, Terry. It'll, it'll be it'll be Trey Young. All right, I have a Young. I said Tatum, right? No, you don't have Tatum yet. Oh, then Tatum over Trey. Yeah. Alrighty. Um. I agree. So Harden, Brown, Harris, Sabonis, Adebayo, Middleton, Tatum. If I had to change anything, I'd, I'd put Levine in my game. We can differentiate on opinions there. I'd probably take out, like, maybe Harris. I'd probably take out Harris for uh, Zach Levine. Um, uh, after that, it's tough. Maybe Adebayo doesn't make it or Sabonis for one of the Raptors. I think that's the only other thing I could consider. Oh, I didn't even write yeah. Randall in here. Randall got oh, I snubbed. Didn't, I didn't lock in Randall. I know. I, I'm I'm talking about like my opinion though. Like who would I take okay, out for? Right. <laughs> no, because you freaking trying to get me to lock in Randall. No, no, just no. So you can say I did it. <laughs> no, no. I think Randall should make it. So that's why I'm confused. I might take out Adebayo and put it Randall. That's what I would do. I take out Adebayo for Randall in my brow because Randall's having a really fun. yeah yeah. I, guess, I mean, yeah, Miami's not. Yeah, they're averaging very similar numbers. Um, it's just Randall has the edge in every category. I think actually, which is w- weird, but. Bam's just such an impactful player. It's hard to boil that down to stats. Um, so uh, I can respect either one. I'd probably take out Harris and put Levine in and then take it out of Io and put Randall in. That, that would be my ballot. And that's tough too because you're snubbing like Vucevic, Sexton, Hayward, Brogdon, like all these good players. Uh, and then the Raptors don't get anybody either, which is tough. But uh, yeah, moving on to the West, I think it's even harder, <laughs> which is which is tough. So the starters were... Curry, Luka, LeBron, Kawhi, Jokic. I think Luka had no business being an all-star starter. I think Dan no, should have got it. I think Lillard should have got it. Yeah, the so. way I, what really pissed me off is the way the votes went. Yeah. Because right? he definitely didn't deserve it. Mm-hmm. Like, it said, like, Dane literally had more votes in every category. And it said, like, the fan voting, like, decided or whatever. And, like, yeah, I was, like I that doesn't even fucking make sense. I didn't get it. Yeah, I, I didn't get it at all. I think he would be a lock on my ballot. I can assume the same for you, right? Lillard, yeah, for sure. All right, so that's an equal lock. I got the Western Conference players up. Um, oh God, I wish CJ didn't get hurt. CJ was playing so fucking well. He would have been an all-star this season. Damn. I don't know. A little personal amusing. Um Zion, Donovan Mitchell, Devin Booker, Booker Paul will George. probably get in. All right, I'll give you – Some people are putting Paul over Booker, which is crazy. No, probably not. That was just a little side note. It's because they're I think the argument there is, you know, they didn't win until Paul got there, so his impact is bigger, but it's fair. I'd have Booker personally as well. Um Paul George, 
you want to include him? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, he's see, having a good year. See, this is where I get confused, and I know you don't like this either. Is Paul George a fucking guard or is he a forward? Yeah, I don't know. I think he's a forward. I if you're asking me, I, I tell you he's too. a forward. Let me look here. He is. It just says small forward and shooting guard here. Uh, on basketball reference, it says small forward, so I'm going to lock him in as a forward. All right, so that leaves two forward slots and two anything spots left. Um, Anthony Davis, I think, will get voted in, but I don't think he'll play, so I think he'll be replaced. So I'm going to like give him a little star, like an asterisk, you know what I'm saying? And then yeah. like, we just can like their just, title. Yeah, just <laughs> we can discount him. Um I'll pull up the West standings for you and read that out real quick. Uh, Jazz, Clippers, Lakers, Suns, Blazers, Spurs, Nuggets, Warriors, uh, Grizzlies, Mavericks, Pelicans, Kings, Rockets, Thunder, Timberwolves. I just read the whole standings, but um, I feel like Fox should get in. They've but fallen I don't know off, who but over. I agree. They have so many fucking people. Yeah, I'll put them on the side. Have play. I'll put them on. <laughs> I'll put them on the side for now. I'm I feel like all stars should be like more people. Like there should be more people allowed to be in the game. There should be like fifteen, not twelve. Like yeah. three more on the other side. But um, players, top teams that don't have anybody on our list yet. Um, the Jazz. Oh, I'll put Donovan Mitchell down. I think he'll get in. I think Rudy Gobert should get in too. I think they should have two. They're they're ridiculous. Yeah, if they're the top team in the conference, they get two. All right, I'll put Gobert in there as well. Um, the Spurs are sixteen and eleven, and they don't have an All Star. Do you think? Do you think they deserve one? I don't really know, man. I think DeRozan has how a many case. spots are left, and who's in? I I can't even keep track. So, <laughs> Lillard, Booker, Paul George, and Gobert are in right now. Fox is on the like Roman the side. Are not in. DeRozan isn't in. Um, let's see. Let me get back to the tab. Ingram's not in. Zion's not in. Um, Shea Gilders, Alexander, Carl Anthony Towns. I don't know Zion's your guy there. Jamal, Jamal Murray, John Morant, DeMar DeRozan, uh, Jordan Clarkson. People are saying Mike Conley. You want to give the Jazz three? Um, yeah. I don't know if you get three for the Jazz. I think that's Clarkson. No. Clarkson's having a fucking underrated. Not season. an all star. No, no, he's averaging eighteen four and two. So, but I, I think people are arguing since they're so good. John Morant's nineteen seven or nineteen eight and three. That's something. Demar Derozan's averaging twenty five and seven. So that's it. Should be him there. then. I think, or no, I think you said twenty five points and no, seven. Twenty twenty five seven. Yeah, and then seven of something else. Yeah, seven assists. Yeah, career high in assists there for him. He's having a good year. Um. It's tough. It, it, it's it's weird because the West is so good in like terms of record wise. Um, it's tough to like pinpoint players because like like I said, they have such good benches that they're not necessarily all stars. They're just all around good teams. You could give the Suns too. Give Chris Paul a nod there, maybe. But it, it, it's it's weird. I don't know. People are saying Christian Wood, but I think he's hurt, so I don't think he'll oh, be able to play oh, anyways. I, I don't think that's worth your while. Mm-hmm. Maybe Zion, give the nod to Zion or Jaw. Um, Ingram might be your best bet, man. I'm telling you. Over Zion? Yeah. What's what? What are the stats compared to each other? Um, very similar. I'll give you that. Uh, Zion's averaging twenty five seven and three. Ingram is twenty three point five five and five. So like almost identical, <laughs> realistically. Um, so I, I guess you could go either way, but I feel like the uh, the popular. Like the political vote will go to Zion. Um, 
I hate the voting, man. Yeah, I hate it so much. I'm not even saying Zion doesn't deserve it, but no, yeah, the Damian Lillard thing is fucking stupid. (laughs) I agree. Luca's having a shit year, isn't he? Or did he did he fix his shit? He's averaging twenty nine. What what are his percentages? 47.5, 33.5. 47.5, 33.5. So, like, not bad. Okay, just, he like, did fix it. Yeah. Okay, at but, one point, he was shooting fucking awful. But Dame's averaging 30, uh, four and a half, and eight. <laughs> like, uh, on a much better team. Like, the the Mavs are 13 and 15. The Blazers are 18 and 11 without uh, McCollum or Nurkic right now, which is crazy. So, I don't know. I definitely think uh, we still have two spots left. If we were to just wrap it up, I would probably go with maybe Fox and DeRozan, honestly. The last two. But then that leaves... No, I guess that covers it. Maybe Chris Paul. I might go Chris Paul and uh, DeRozan. Cut Fox. I go I go Chris Paul and DeRozan. That'd be my last two. Do you agree with that or do you think someone yeah, else? Yeah, it's fair. Yeah. Wild that DeRozan would, could be an all-star again. I don't think he will because I don't think the Spurs have enough hype behind them. <laughs> again, goes back to that political thing. But, uh, yeah, I think DeRozan should be an all-star this season. I was on the train that uh, for a little while that Donovan Mitchell should be a starter because the Jazz are so good, but it, it should have been Dame for sure. It's wild. Talk about the yeah. Anthony Edwards dunk too, just like a little quick thing at the end. That was fucking insane. It's tough, isn't it? <laughs> you don't want Anabe needs to retire now. That was... That was absolutely fucked. Um, but with that, I mean, run down the All-Stars real quick that we had. Harden, Brown, Harris, Sabonis, Adebayo, Middleton, Tatum uh, for Sam. I had Levine and uh, Randall in for Harris and Adebayo in mine. And I think we both like agreed with uh, Lillard, Booker, Paul George, Gobert, DeRozan, Donovan Mitchell, and Chris Paul for the West. Um, and I wouldn't complain if Fox or John Morant made it over like Chris Paul or like a Zion or Ingram made it over DeRozan either. That's just like, like, you know, grasping at straws there and just being picky. Uh, but with that, I don't think there's anything else I wanted to bring up. We talked enough sad Celtics <laughs> and enough all-stars to cover all the bases. Uh, is there anything else you had in mind? Um, not particularly. Nothing else you could think of? It sounded like you had something. No, I'm frustrated with what just happened to me in my game. That's why I <laughs> hesitated. I got you. I got you. But uh, yeah, with that, thank you guys for listening. Uh, you guys can follow us at Bannertown USA. Um, you guys can follow me at Jack Simone NBA. And Sam, go ahead. Uh, yeah, thank you very much for listening. Obviously, you can follow Bannertown. You can follow me and Jack. Uh, I'm Sam LaFrance NBA. Uh, that's our show for today. Bye.